machine gun, ask him questions. You hammer him, I'll, you hammer him, I'll hammer him. We'll just go until he freaks out and leaves. <laughs> I like that intro. We'll just machine gun hammer him. Yeah. So, ladies, gentlemen, welcome back to yeah. Tip of the Spear Real Estate Podcast. <laughs> nice. Tip of the podcast. All right. <laughs> cheers, gentlemen. Hey, cheers. Hey, cheers. Salud. All right. Hey. Raise me together. Wait, who do we got in the room? All right, so we have myself, Nate Landshark Shermer. Oh, damn. Brian Britton, Tip the Spear Real Estate Team, Team Leader, America, Marine Corps Veteran, also America. Jake Smoke, uh, Marine Corps Veteran, also. We got a special guest with us today, right? Yeah, Kyle Melvin from Align Mortgage. How's it going, everyone? And I forgot, uh, I'm a veteran as well, U.S. Army. Yeah. OIF, Combat Veteran. Fuck yeah. So, yeah. Right. Good. So what are we doing, Nate? We are here to introduce Kyle and uh, Align Mortgage. Amongst amongst other things, of course. Sure. Amongst beer drinking and jaw jacking and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. So Kyle is our our preferred loan officer partner with uh, Align Mortgage here in San Diego. Um, Him and I have been working together for a few years now. Um, He's done a great job and he's taken really good care of our clients. So, um, you know, him and I have... I would say we've experienced a you know a decent amount of success working together and stuff like that. So we're really happy to have him on board and start uh, you know grilling him with a whole bunch of questions and stuff. <laughs> Bring him on. All right. <laughs> oh, he's ready. He's yeah. a go-getter. He Good. gets it. <clears throat> Do it to it. So, Kyle, how did you get involved with the mortgage in- industry and uh, and lending and veterans? How did this all come about for you? Yeah, so uh, it's been about three and a half years for me, almost four, but uh, I got involved in the mortgage industry because my buddy I grew up with, he is out in Hawaii, he's one of the top producers out there, but I was just um, working another sales job and it was just mundane and I was looking for a change. So I talked to him a little bit, I knew he was doing well. Um, he introduced me to uh, the owner of Align Mortgage, uh, Chris Cano. So I met with him. Um, it was about a two-hour conversation. I didn't even know I wanted to get into the mortgage industry, but after just meeting him and seeing what their vision was, um, I knew I just wanted to be a part of it. So um, I joined basically the next day, started studying for my test right away, and um, that's how I joined the company. Um, it, it's uh, VA-focused, though, just because um, the owner I mentioned, Chris Cano, uh, he served 12 years in the Navy. Our other owner, um, Tony Diaz, who's out in Hawaii, uh, he served four years in the Marine Corps, so their mission has always been to serve veterans. Uh, we have a saying, um, you know, those who defended our country deserve to uh, own a piece of it. So um, that's been that's been our mission, and you know, helping veterans has been you know my goal as well. So nice. You're not a veteran yourself, but you have veterans in your family. Yeah, so both my granddads served. Uh, my mom's side, my, grand, my granddad was uh, in the Marine Corps um, in the 60s, uh, served in Korea. And then wow. also my uh, dad's grandpa, he was actually um, a bombardier in World War II. Um, oh, wow. He was actually a POW, got captured, Ooh. plane shot down, captured in Austria. Damn. So he was uh, captured then. Um, but yeah, then just dates back to these family members and stuff like that. So. Um, that's why it's cool to be be a part of the community and how big it is in San Diego. So, absolutely, we do have a pretty big vet community here. So, that's you know, it's definitely a lot of folks to you know help out and stuff like that. So, 
Yeah, I mean, and one thing we say too, I mean, is this the education piece we like to focus on here? Because not a lot of active duty or veterans know about their benefit, or they might know about it, but there's just a bunch of myths surrounding it, you know? Right, or they're they're misled. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're, they're, there's a lot of folks out there that try to speak to it, but aren't very experienced. Sure. They're not the, the, the experts yeah. in the field. There's, yeah. there's even a lot of old information now, you know? How many right. times has a VA loan changed? since it first started post-World War II, you know? So a lot of the, I know a lot, there's a lot of agents out there that even like claim that they know everything about the VA loan and they've been doing it for umpteen million years and stuff, but all their information's old too. So, you know, the, the idea of like, you can only use it one time or you have to live there forever. Like that's all old stuff, man. That hasn't been around for a long time. Exactly. And it's, it turns into a game of telephone, right? Like I, I tell you something and then, with misinformation, then you tell someone else and they tell someone. So, I mean, that's where, I mean, it all comes from, really. I mean, we worked a deal, I think it was a year ago, maybe two years ago, but the seller's agent uh, didn't want to accept our client's offer because it was VA. Um, once I got on the phone right. with him, I talked to him for about 10 minutes. He thought his sellers had to pay the closing costs, which is one of those myths out there that's that's not true. Uh, thought the escrow period was going to be 45 to 60 days, which, you know, we're closing them in 21 days here. So, yeah. um, you know, after I spoke with him for about 10 minutes, we were able to get our, our offer accepted over the others because he himself had military ties with, uh, I think he served and also his uh, son was in the Navy or something like that. But um, just a simple conversation like that can really change their mindset and what they think about the, the VA loan. Perfect. Yeah, that's very common that sellers are just scared uh, mm-hmm. effectively and, and they believe that, you know, conventional or an FHA product, loan product, is better than a VA product, which is not accurate. Yeah, no, I, I would definitely agree with that. I mean, like I, I touched on, I mean, we can close confidently any VA loan within 21 days. So, I mean, that oh, turnaround time yeah, is pretty quick. That's so. that's most of our deals that we've done together have been mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So, so what do you guys do uh, here to help um, educate agents on the VA loan process? Yeah, no, good question. So we, we have VA buyer-focused home loan seminars about once a month. So that's a regular thing. We actually, those are, like I said, buyer-focused, so non-soliciting, you know, it's just to get them the education piece I was talking about. However, we always encourage the realtors to actually attend those as well. Because like we're talking, it starts with a lot of times someone will, hey, I want to buy a house. Who's the first person they talk to? They talk to a real estate agent. So if the real estate agent is the one, you know, carrying the misinformation, it's good to have them there as well. So, you know, they, they have the knowledge to share to, to these potential clients as well. So we do that. Um, they have the agents show up to that. They can show up with their clients or just come. But uh, like I said, it's non-soliciting. It's just trying to get the education piece. Um, also, we have, you know, just these random one-offs, just uh, VA knowledge uh, seminars or briefs, you know, for agents as well. Very cool. And typically when you hold these seminars, don't you, don't you provide like refreshments and stuff like that too? Yeah. <laughs> it I mean, is. Uh, that's, a, that's a big thing for veterans. Yeah, like, right. It's, feed us and you got us there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't entice them with any beer or anything like that. It's probably some water, some coffee, lemonade and food. But yeah, that will, that will, that will be provided as well. So free food and drinks if nothing else. There we go. And knowledge. Yeah. Exactly. It's kind of the important part there too, right? That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Some people just come for the food, believe it or not, though. We've had a couple of agents just show up and just, just eat food and didn't look like they had any reason being there. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Free food, boy. I'm in. 
Hey, you can do that. Man. Yeah, one guy dropped his crumbs all over our office. I remember it just kept. Are there more donuts back there? And just kept going back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So You're like, right on. Thanks for coming, bud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, I think that guy reminded me. I, I, I mean, I don't think he had any military affiliation or ties. So I think well, that's kind of important is connecting with those agents that really are doing it for the right reason. You mentioned our San Diego community being very military heavy. Obviously, it's the number one um, in the nation. But uh, a lot of agents will see, oh, there's all these military. I can use this for clients. But they're in it for the wrong reason. Mm -hmm. You know, So you really want to connect with an agent that cares about you, cares about your family, and about, like we talked, the education piece. Well, 100%, you know, Tipper's Free Real Estate team, we, we lead by providing value in education first and foremost, right? Yeah. I mean, we sit down and talk with our clients prior to anything else. Yeah. You know, and, and I can speak for Brian, I can speak for myself, and I think everybody else at this table. It's not about the paycheck. It's about providing that value and providing the most accurate and best knowledge that, that we can pass down. Absolutely. What do we always say? Do the right thing first and money will follow, right? Right. Yeah. 100%. So, it's a good motto. I think so. Yeah, I like it. Made it up myself. Yeah, I think <laughs> or, I've heard that before. Or stole it from somebody. <laughs> it's not on a t-shirt. <laughs> Yeah. You, you know, next year for 2020, um, are you aware of any changes that are coming down regarding the VA home loan product? Yeah, okay. so the uh, the Blue Water Act, yeah. uh, which I'm sure a few people have heard mm -hmm. of about that. So the important thing to note about that one is Congress passed uh, the, the Vietnam Blue Water Act. So what that is going to do in their eyes essentially is... Um, one, it's going to change the VA funding fee, so I can talk about that in a minute. But anyone that has their full entitlement, um, they can do 0% down payment, so 100% financing uh, with their VA entitlement to purchase a home. Um, no county loan limit. So this year in 2019, there was a VA county loan limit, 0% down up to 690. Um, and that's gone up each year with inflation. But with this act, um, essentially what it does is just get rid of that county loan limit. The important thing to note with that, though, is stipulation is they have to have their full entitlement. So say you already own a home and it's tied to the VA loan, you already used your VA loan on it, so it's tied to your entitlement. So any kind of second tier entitlement, you're gonna have to use. So you might have to do a down payment for your other home. But if you have your full entitlement, meaning you've never used your VA home loan, or say you purchased a home five years back and um, you're selling it or sold it, you got your entitlement fully reinstored. So at that point, you'll actually be able to purchase uh, beyond the county loan limit at 100% financing. So let's say somebody owns a house right now, right? And they have, what is it, the 79% loan to value so that they would be able to refinance out of a VA loan, get into a conventional loan without having to pay mortgage, mortgage insurance um, because they've used it before, but now their enti entire entitlement is, re is uh, basically reinstalled or reinstated. Um, would they be able to take advantage of that benefit? Yeah, 100%. Okay. So, so it's just not like just for first-timers? Not just for first-timers, no. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so you could do for a one-time one re-entitlement, re a restore of your full entitlement, and then you could purchase, say, an $800,000 house if you qualify. Obviously, there's other factors like the credit score and um, you know debt-to-income ratio that we take into account with any loan, but yeah. So you're saying that I can't just finance a million-dollar house without a job? <laughs> I mean, you can, but you have to find the right, uh, the right person to yeah. loan you the money. Right. I think yeah. that'd be a twenty-five percent interest rate. That's you know, a on that one. that's a, a nice loan shark down the street in the back alley by your house kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, Jake, good question though, because uh, like I did said, so the Congress did pass that. However, the investors, like Ginny May, the ones that come up with the guidelines, they haven't really 
told us as lenders what that means to us. So what guidelines there are going to be within that. So they're really, even though Congress passes something, they're not the ones lending the money. So gotcha. Ginny May, lenders are still waiting for Ginny May to come up with some certain guidelines saying, hey, you know, they can do, you know, purchase a $1.5 million home, 0% down, but maybe the de- that income ratio has to be 45%. Right. You know, right. so we're w- still waiting on that, <laughs> which it's coming down to 2020 since we're hoping to see it yeah. soon, right? But. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully they have some news for us on that sometime. I've been chomping at the bit, just waiting. So uh, you mentioned property investors. Of course, every every uh, Marine Lance Corporal with a get-rich-quick scheme in his head is going to be like, I'm going to buy a million houses with zero dollars and just rent them all out and make buku bucks, right? Yeah, exactly. And the thing we're going to see with that too, I'm sure, is, hey, I'm going to buy a four-unit I'm gonna live in one, rent the other three out, you know, for two million dollars. Buy, buy it for two million dollars, rent them all out, pay the mortgage on the one. But like I said, there's gonna be certain stipulations, and I'm sure the amount of units is gonna be one of those so that you could buy with the property. Sure. Good. So what about? I guess another question that I have because this whole thing's got my gears turning as well. Um, <laughs> it's good information. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so if you use, are you gonna be able to only use that? one time or is it going to be just like normal VA loan where you can use it as many times as you want as long as you can afford it type thing? Yeah, I mean, it all comes with the entitlement, right? So I'm sure if they hypothetically buy a house for $1.2 million, you know, 0% down, they're not going to be able to just go out and buy another one for 0% down. You know, that's one of the things we're still waiting, like I said, with the guidelines and whatnot. But I mean, I don't see that, that changing too much. Okay. So... And then you had also mentioned uh, debt to income ratio, and like, for example, you said forty five percent. Is there is there an ideal ratio for that, or is it? And what does it depend on? I mean, so yeah, debt to income ratio as lenders, we really just that's why we ask for the income statements. That's why we pull the credit is because we want to know what's on your credit report now. Meaning, do you have a car payment? Do you have a house payment? Student loans, credit card debt. What we're really looking at with that is how much you owe each month. We're not looking at what the total balance is, we're just looking at what the monthly payment is. And that's why we ask for the pay stubs too, because we're gonna, we're gonna calculate how much you actually make per month. So that's how much money's coming in each month and how much money is already obligated going out. Then we add in that hypothetical um, home payment for what the loan you're applying for. That's why you get the debt to income ratio. So there is no guideline actually. There, the VA doesn't set a limit on debt to income ratio, which is a misconception, which okay. I always thought. Good yeah, so what they actually go off of is what is called residual income. So debt to income ratio, we're just calculating your gross, which as we know, the right. government likes to take their taxes, right? So no one actually gets the gross. Nope. Um, unless you're avoiding taxes, then you might end up in jail. <laughs> However, um, what we look at with the VA guideline is we're looking at residual income. So we look at how much you make per month, and then we look at um, after taxes. So that's really, recalculate how many dependents you have, what your family size is, is what that means, um, and then how much you, you need to live on each month. Once you make, make your mortgage, make sure you make your other payments, like car payments I mentioned, do you still have enough to go buy groceries? Do you still have enough to pay your electric bill? So um, as far as debt to income ratio, I mean, it's gonna be different for every single person, um, okay. so it's dependent. Um, and some of the money, like talking about to our active duty and, uh, VA disability people that um, you know are rated rated and get that monthly VA disability pay. I mean, we can gross that up to 125 percent. So debt to income ratio isn't always accurate because because that's non taxable money, right? So we know that 
let's say you're getting two thousand dollars a month from the VA for your disability pay. For a civilian, that'd be more like four thousand dollars a month. You know what I mean? So debt to income ratio doesn't accurately reflect what you're actually getting in your bank account. Okay. Because that's non-taxable money. Right. So. It's never a simple, straightforward answer, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, and, and I, yeah, it seems like there's always some kind of gray line, but it's always so client and buyer specific. You know what I mean? Um, that's why it's important to talk to a knowledgeable real estate agent, talk to a knowledgeable lender, uh, because there's always different scenarios, you know? Right. You know, totally, totally correct there in the sense where, you know, we'd have clients be like, the numbers are all over the place. Why? They're, they're not precise, and they're not precise until after you close, effectively, like 100%. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I mean, there's just so much involved in the transaction where a lot of people, I think, they just don't realize what, how much goes on behind the scenes. Right. I mean, which is, isn't like lenders are trying to hide things, but it's also if they knew everything, they'd kind of freak out. <laughs> right. would explode. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's our job to, to shield them. Yeah. You know, from that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the real estate agent, the lenders, they're not trying to hide anything. They're just trying to make the transaction and the experience as good as they can for the consumers. Um, so some people don't even want to know anything like, Hey, is my loan approved? That's all. Mm -hmm. Some people are very analytical. They want to know every single step. So it kind of like you guys on the real estate side, you see both, you know, both people and in between. So you got to kind of play to each client. Mm -hmm. Well, there's, there's folks out there that, um, you know, when we go over contracts or go over purchase agreements or listing agreements or whatever the case may be. They want to sit and read every single page of that like 27 page document line for line before they're ready and they're going to ask a million questions, which is great. And again, that's what we're here for, to answer questions and make sure they're comfortable. Um, but just like you said, there's other folks out there just like, yeah, whatever, give me the pen. Like, let's let's do this thing. I want a house. You know what I mean? And there's It's different strokes for different folks. Neither way is fine. You know? No, I, I wondered in, in, the, in the real estate business, Everything's negotiable. Mm-hmm. How about in the lending business? Um, Not to what, what's spe- what, no, what specifically <laughs> though? I guess is what is what I. Let, let's let's say you tell. I can someone, take that so many different ways, right? right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could, we could go we, <clears throat> a couple different angles, but let's just go with debt to income. If if you tell someone that their debt to income ratio is too high, can they negotiate that with you? No, I mean, so it's one of those things where numbers don't lie, right? Right. Um, That's why, depending on what type of job they have, you know, whether they're a contract worker, part-time, seasonal, if they're, you know, they've been with the company for one month, whether they've been with the company for 10 years, we ask for different paperwork depending on the circumstance. You know, I mean, even, are you in sales, you know? Because, I mean, we know that those can be ebbs and flows as a salesperson, so you can make... You can make $100,000 one year as a salesperson, the next you might just, you know, crack 35, you know? So we, that's why we ask for certain documents because we take an average. But with the debt to income ratio, I mean, it doesn't, you know, numbers don't lie. But right. also with that being negotiable is you could lower the loan amount <laughs> and then that lowers the DTI, debt to income. So, okay. I mean, that technically could be negotiable on that. They couldn't tell you, hey, I'm gonna eat ramen noodles for the next year to make up for this, or I'm gonna ride my bike instead of taking a car. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, that would be with the residual income, right? Like, how much money they have left to live. You know, say they, they have 30 bucks a month. Like, oh, I'll eat ramen noodles. You know, we, we look out for the veterans. So we want to make sure that they can tell us that, but that won't, that won't fly on that one. That's good to know. <clears throat> You're still looking out for their health and welfare, too. 
Yeah, exactly. Because like you guys said, do the your guys' motto that Brian came up with. I came <laughs> up with it. Do, do the right thing, the money will follow. You know, I mean, that's our business is based off of client referrals. You know, so I believe in honesty and transparency, and, yeah. you know, over communication with my clients. And, you know, that, that experience um, usually leads to a good one. And then, you know, they'll refer their, their friends, you know, their sailors, their fellow Marines to us. You know, and I think, Brian, to, to tap into that, most of our business has been referrals thus far. Yeah, a lot. You yep. know, with, with the military community, whether it's an Air Force cat, an Army cat, a, you know, even Coast Guard, won't hold it against you. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Try not to. You least. know, we, we all have that common bond, that connection, one way or another. So you get connected with, with the Navy, you know, person, mm-hmm. purchase a home. They're going to refer you. If you do a great job at it, and we do, right? They're going to refer you out to their friends, and it just you just got to put in the work, put in the effort, and do the right thing, and show that value. So one thing that we know about the military is if you're on the inside, you're on the inside, right? If you're in, you're in. But if also if you're out, you're out, right? And there's a good reason for it, and I've, I've discussed this in other places before as well, that you see outside of military bases, you see a lot of predatory type folks, you know, used car lots at 25% interest, uh, strip clubs, you know, just uh, loan sharks, people that are just out to try to take your money. Right. So when you get this like young, you know, uh, PFC or young Lance Corporal or young, I don't know, brand new seaman or whatever, um, straight into the military, first time at Camp Pendleton or 32nd Street or Coronado or Miramar or whatever, and they walk right outside the base, first time they've ever been out of their whatever, where they come from, you know, and they walk right outside the base and they see all these people are just trying to take their money, you know, that kind of speaks volumes on and gives them an idea that, you know, everybody outside the gate's out to get them. Well, I think what a lot of folks don't see and don't understand is there are those of us that have been there and done that also, right? And that even though we're not in anymore, even though we're still on the outside, we're still, you know, doing what we do for the right reasons. You know, we're still here to try to take care of folks, try to protect them from, you know, from bad deals and stuff like that. Because, I mean, shit, I was brand new in the Marine Corps at one point, and I wish somebody else would have pointed me in the right direction, kind of the way we do with our clients, you know? So. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, Kyle, I've, uh, one question, or I have another question for you, and this may be just a topic of discussion. So there's... <clears throat> With, our, with us, say, brand new buyers or people that want to buy a house or whatever the case may be, um, there's a few things that we require before we just go out and show houses, right? One of those things is a pre-approval from a lender. Um, do you want to maybe kind of explain what that is, what that means, and what the importance and the benefit of actually having that prior to going out and looking at houses would be? Yeah, absolutely. So to get started on that, I want to differentiate what a pre- you what a prequal and a pre-approval is. Yes. Because a lot of times people say pre-approval when they're not actually pre-approved. Like, oh, I met with a, a lender, I'm pre-approved, you know, and you actually ask them and they're, they're not. And what the difference is really is the prequal is you saying, yeah, hey, I make, you know, I make $4,000 a month, my credit score is this, I have about $10,000 in my bank account. And then you go in, you know, if a lender actually doesn't do their due diligence to collect those documents to verify the information, they could issue the pre-approval letter, you get in the contract for that home, and then what's gonna happen? They, they actually ask for those documents because they need to verify that. And then you're two weeks into escrow and you find out, hey, like I'm not actually qualified for this home. 
So that's why it's really important to get the full pre-approval done. And that's going to be, I mean, it's pretty simple stuff. It's your driver's license, pay stubs or LES, um, two th last two years of W-2s, sometimes the tax returns, um, depending on uh, what the job is, um, and then bank statements. I mean, so those things right there, I mean, the average person can probably collect those, you know, in a day at least, you know, I mean, just hop online and download most of those stop by the bank. But sure. I mean, that is really the important part is to provide those to your lender to actually take a look and to verify all the information. And it's not because they don't believe you, but it's because we we're going to need to provide that stuff anyway. So you want it, you want it nice and tight, you know, you want to actually get that pre-approval letter. And when you're going out there shopping, you want to know that you're actually approved for that home you're looking at. And that you can afford it. Yeah, exactly. Um, not just the, hey, I'm pre-approved up to this amount, but what does a monthly payment look like for that? Right. You know, you don't want to get yourself in a bad situation, you know, and be underwater where you are in the, where you need to be eating ramen noodles, you know? So um, that's the really important part too is because, I mean, you can go get, you can go get approved for, you know, a $50,000 car, but maybe you only want a payment for a $25,000 car. Same thing with a home loan, but just on a larger scale. Right, and that's something that I've heard other agents uh, complain about in the past, where they're out showing their clients seven thousand or seven hundred, eight hundred thousand dollar houses, and then they get a pre-approval and they find out that they're pre-approved for five hundred thousand, or that they only want to pay five hundred thousand. Well, what shoots their own buyers in the foot is, or what shoots, I should say, their clients in the foot is that now this client's got $800,000 expectations and they're only qualified to buy a $500,000 house. That kind of that kind of is very deflating for clients, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think the key with that is setting the expectations, setting the understanding that this is one of the very first steps in the process. We need to have this completed before we go out there and spend this time and effort. Yeah, for everyone involved. Their time involved. is valuable. Everybody's yeah, everyone involved. involved. Mm -hmm. First, yeah. you know, it's it's huge. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Answer your question on the pre-approvals? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's good. So make sure you get fully pre-approved. By, <laughs> by a reputable lender. Yeah. That is huge. Yeah. There's a million... Preferably at a line mortgage, but, you know. <laughs> Preferably <laughs> Kyle Melvin at a line mortgage here in San Diego. <laughs> Best in the business. Shameless plug, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's and that's another thing. I mean, there's there's all kinds of different loan companies out there that you know offer all kinds of different products. So one thing that I know about Aligned that you guys do that uh, makes you a lot more competitive than other folks is that there's no origination fee with you guys. For the most part, y'all's rates are really really competitive, if not beat out your competition, which is fantastic. Um, the other thing in the arguably the most important things that you guys actually know how to perform you guys know how to do your jobs yeah no i appreciate that and i mean it's one of those things where all we do for the most part i mean 99 percent of the loans i do are va right so i always compare that to say someone's going to meet with a financial advisor right you want someone that's going to handle your money you know set you up for retirement would you want to go, would you want to hire a financial advisor that just does it part time or, you know, a couple hours a day if that, you know, that's my comparison is you want someone that knows VA loans inside and out. And I would also want to talk with you guys as real estate agents, you know, um, your clients probably don't want someone that has a full time job and that, you know, just does real estate like here and there. You want someone that knows the industry left and right, you know, knows, knows what the purchase is like for, for a VA buyer. Yeah, absolutely. And somebody that actually spends some time 
you know, spends their time, effort, and energy learning VA loans and learning, you know, the whole VA process because it's substantially different than FHA or conventional. And not to mention the fact that the client themselves are usually different than FHA conventional clients. They have, you know, active duty has op tempo, they have deployments, they have, uh, you know, EAS, ETS, they have, uh, you know, TAD orders, they have all the acronyms under the sun that dictates what their daily life is so those military families have enough stress on their you know on their shoulders that they don't need to have to worry about you know somebody that may or may not know what they're doing being being the person to represent them right yeah no i agree so that's yeah hire somebody you know or, or i shouldn't say hire because we don't really hire at each other but it's kind of more along the lines of you know find somebody that you want to work with that you get along with but it's also knowledgeable you know find so you know find a lender that you want to work with but also you know for sure that they can do what they do you know that they can close their deals and that they're going to really take care of you that's the whole name of the game right made that up do the right thing first money will follow I made it up myself <laughs> it's a it's a partnership yep. you know we're here to fight for our clients bottom line yeah I mean, that's what it comes down to. If, if we're not doing that, we're not serving them in the best way we can possible. Yeah, I agree. Hell yeah. All right, gentlemen. So we're, uh, we're at about the 30-minute mark, so let's wrap it up. Do you guys have any, any other last thoughts, or how can they contact you at Align Mortgage? Yeah, so again, it's Kyle Melvin at Align Mortgage. Um, my uh, my phone number is 619-728-9296 or at kyle.melvin at alignmortgage.com. So if you have any questions, whether you're looking to um, you know purchase you know in the near future or maybe two years from now, um, and you want to attend one of our seminars or just, like I said, have any general questions, feel free to contact me and I'll be able to uh, direct you to the right person. So Kyle's also on our website, tipofthespearrealtors.com. Um, you can find him there. Um, he's got a link to his uh, pre-approval page and uh, all his information there as well. So, Awesome. Well, gentlemen, thank you for having me. It's been fun. For all you uh, barrel-chested freedom fighters. Freedom fighters. Freedom fighters. America. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.